Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Another glorious moment. Good morning, Glenn. Hey, Mikey. Good morning. Hey. Morning. How you doing, Chief? Good. Hey, shout out to Brian today. Hey, Brian. How you doing, uh, my friend? Brian at Audio High, Chicago Land. He's waving. He's over there keeping us sounding good and professional. And he's our techno barista. Uh, you know what I'd like, and I'm I'm putting him on the spot now. But so for those of you at home that that are quicker than Brian, go into your imagination and think for a second that the background noise you're hearing is from a gym. You know, weights clinging and clanging. And and because uh, I feel like we're in the gym most times I get together with you, Glenn. You're my personal trainer. The and, sober gym, man. Yeah, the sober gym. And <clears throat> you're, Love uh, it. I, so I hear metal clicking. I, I feel sometime before this episode's done, we'll, we'll be hearing some metal clinking out there. Brian's not going to be outdone with. That's he'll right. Be, he'll be able to step up to that request. Right. So, hey, uh, Mike, you just want to jump in. Thank all the people that are reaching out to us from uh, social media. Oh, good call. Uh, we're on two primary platforms. One is Instagram. We're still learning. So, you know, we're putting some content up there. Uh, we're still figuring it out, and we probably always will be. But our Instagram is sober.coffeepodcast. Mm. All one word, coffee podcast. So it's sober. Dot coffee podcast mm-hmm. and then our twitter uh i think they call them handles mm-hmm. is uh at sober coffee pod pod so it's not at biden1.com at what <laughs> i don't know I'm just, <laughs> that's funny um and then um if you'd like to email us the our show's email is uh podcast at sober dot coffee yeah awesome all right, got the housekeeping out of the way. Got Let's the get down to business. What are we talking about? I don't know. Let me see. How about Mo, Mo more, M-O-R-E, but done a little slinging. Momentum. Oh, momentum. I love Mo, momentum. Mo, no, not momentum. Oh, Mo. Mo, momentum. momentum. All right. Yeah, like, I don't know what a momentum is, but I want more of it. We want Mo of momentum. I want more of momentum. Man, that's a good one. Uh, so what are you thinking about? Well, you know, up. yeah, I mean, this one's pretty simple for me. Uh, there are five, six things I do every day that, that I know are a Is that must. All? Yeah, that, <laughs> really that, that are a must. Uh-huh. Four, five, five or six things uh, that I know are an absolute must for me every day. I kind of check them off when I go to bed at night. Did I do one? Did I do these six things? Do I get them done every day? No, but pretty darn regularly I get them done. Yeah, it's funny when, when you say you do them every day. What what I have found, because I have stuff that I do and I look forward to just kind of kicking them around, you know, I'll, I'll scale them down to like the top three or top four. <clears throat> but what, what I've noticed is it's a, lot, it's a lot harder to start a new habit, right? You do it on day one and then you do it on day two and then you do it on day three and remind yourself and, you know, to keep that momentum going. But what I have found is going backwards, right? Mm -hmm. It's so much easier because if I forget to do one thing one day, Mm -hmm. it's so much easier the next day to forget to do it too. Sure. You know? Um, So a lot of these for me are, and and for you too, are are habits at this point because we've done them so long. But still, life gets in the way at times and, you know, I might not be able to do one of them. Yeah. But then 
it, it, it just it amazes me how quick it just goes away. Yeah. You know, it's like going to the gym, right? If, if you go to the gym and every day work out, work out, all of a sudden, if you don't go to the gym for a week, right. you're, you're like, puts you back four months. Sure. sure. You know, with, with strength and whatever. But it's got to be, but, but it's got to be driven by some desire. You're going to the gym because you either want to beef up, lose weight, get healthier, get your car, cards work, uh, you know. So, I, yeah, I, I love that. I think it's fueled by uh, passion, Pure, yeah. purpose, purpose, um, intention. Mm-hmm. Or just you know. or just raw desire, you know. Right. But whatever it is, I'm a big believer that, and in my whole life, it, it's always been. I look at the momentum of achievement, the the momentum that's needed to achieve something, and I think of it as simply as riding a bike. You know, if I'm riding a bike down the block and I pedal, and and I love that you said, you know, to start out riding the bike, you know, those first couple pushes mm-hmm. are hard, right? Then the next couple pushes, next pushes after that become a little less, but. But you got momentum. If I just stopped pedaling and just coasted, and I ultimately would come to a small, slow crawl, and then I would stop, and I would fall. And that would be painful. And yeah, I so using that yeah. analogy, coasting. Coasting. For a short period of time. Is okay. Is okay, because it still gets you somewhere. You're still going somewhere. You're still on the road. Right, right. right. But if you stop for an extended period of time. You're going to fall. As we just said, <laughs> you're, you're I just, think you're right. Yeah, there's no there's no two ways about it. You're gonna fall. So, so it reminds me of physics. You know, oh. back in back in high school, it reminds me of physics. You know, a body in motion stays in motion. No, there you go. There body you go. at rest stays at rest. Love it, love it. So, for me, and I'd like to hear what you do to keep your momentum going. Um, but my five things a day. I'll, well, maybe we'll go back and forth. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. You give me one. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Number one for me is hit a meeting up. Uh, And that could be as simple as grabbing a coffee with two other alcoholics and just talking about our sobriety. Hitting a meeting up, going to a 12-step recovery meeting every day, once a day. You know, we live in a a big metropolitan area. There's Mm -hmm. thousands of meeting opportunities every day. There's no excuse not to be able to make a meeting. I can make meetings, and I do, at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., all the way up to 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 12 p.m., everywhere in between. Right, so what do you say to somebody that says, uh, because actually I just heard this this week. Okay. Guy says, hey, look, um, oh, man, it takes me, you know, that meeting is an hour away. Right. What do you say about that? Well, two things. First of all, that's a great. It's a great hour for growth. It's right. a great hour for growth. Um, there's such a thing called as I don't know if they're if it's going to stick, but it's called cell phone. You can actually communicate while you're mobile. No. Um, yeah. So I don't know if it's going to stick, but it's a new technology. I just got one. They're <laughs> amazing. Awesome. And uh, number three is guess what? There's a whole new world of Zoom out there. Plug in there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, you, we've just gone from thousands of meeting opportunities to millions of meetings opportunity. You know, it reminds me of this guy. In fact, he was running the one of the rehab programs that I was in, and uh, and he shared a story. You know, because guys were complaining about how long it took to get, get, get to meetings. He's like, "Well, first of all, you know, we've heard guys, stories of guys driving three hours to get a case of beer, right? Yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, oh, the, good point. I mean, the stuff that we would do to drink. But he was sure. in Africa, and he's like, he's like, Glenn, I needed a meeting. He goes, there was one day I traveled ten hours." You know, across these plains to get to a get to a meeting. Oh yeah, that's impressive. You know, so you know, I I think you know, hey, 
you know, sometimes what you want takes a little bit of effort. Yeah, right. Good point. And Good I love point. your thought. Hey, listen to stuff on the way. Talk to somebody on the way. You know, make some business calls on the way. Whatever you got to do. You know, mm-hmm. but in today's world, an hour is nothing. Yeah, right, right. You know? Okay, give me a give me a push. Right, so, give me so, some momentum. So what I've actually do? broken these down into two sections. Okay. So the the one section of things I do every day, and and we've we've talked on on one of our episodes. I think it was the the relapse episode where I share 20 th- 23 things a day, a month, a week that, that I do to stay sober. But for this, I've whittled that down. Okay. Right? So so we're in You're, an 18-minute coffee instead right. of a four-hour coffee. You, right? are, but these are musts. I mean, these, you, are, these are on your radar. These are top three. Okay. Right? So I've broken down into two sections. One is top three things I do so I don't relapse. Okay. Right? And the second one is, the second section is the top four things I do to fuel my growth. Okay. Right. Okay. So, so may, maybe to your bicycle, the top three is keep me from going backwards. Sure. And the next section keeps me going forward. So, one of my anti-relapse uh, one is, and I do this daily. I recommit to the January sixth uh, thought for the day reading, hmm. and that is everything I do today, everything I do in my life will focus on staying sober today. I will not let anything get in that way. And I really commit to that. Like, my sobriety is the most important thing in my life. Actually, and, and people may dispute this, I think it's more important than my relationship to God. Because no. if I don't stay sober, don't I don't have, have that. that relationship with God. Right. So the most important thing I do every day is stay sober. So, so, you, so, you, so you, do you <clears throat> physically read January 6th out of, out of uh, Thought for the Day? or do you, Most days. You, yes. Um, or you just know it. It's no, most to your, days I do. Some days I don't, but the days I don't, I still reflect on it. You reflect on it. And, and commit to it. And just in the morning, at night? In, in, in my morning in meditation. Day, morning meditation. Yep. Thank you. Beautiful. Um, next thing for me is three to five, I call them tech touches. Uh, again, using mm-hmm. this newfound technology, the cell phone. So either calls or text, three to five a day. I've either got to reach out to somebody who I'm helping recover or somebody who's helping me recover. And I and, and, and then there's those tweeners, right? These are just guys that, and gals that are just kind of my, my friends that I've made in the program that, that I just want to stay in touch with. Mm-hmm. Three to five a day because I feel if I, if I don't keep that line of communication open, and I've got over 100 numbers in my phone. And but just overachiever. I, no, <laughs> it's a, it's just that important. So that's awesome. You know, if you ask people for their number, I, I don't use them all. I don't call everybody a hundred hundred calls a day, but I'll touch three to five people a day. I think it's really really important. See if I can help and listen to them how they can help me. Right. So you do that to help you. Did you ever stop and think how that might be helping their day? I, I would hope so. I would say that nine times out of ten, yep. I'm picking up that phone to be an encourager. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking to encourage somebody else's journey. But, boy, they end up encouraging me every single time. I love that. I love that. All right, so mine is I work, I commit, work, and live the 12 steps. Okay. Every commit, day. Commit, work, and learn. I, I commit to the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. I work the 12 steps both with myself and with others. Uh, and I live the twelve steps. Live, live, and I learn. Gotcha. Um, how do you? How does that play out practically for you? Um, do you stop? Will you stop in a in a situation and go? 
oh, that, 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 that's a reflection of needed step work, uh, step number four, step number six, whatever. Yeah, so as I've worked the steps, I have a hyper-awareness of how I live. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to do page 86, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where, you know, at night we do the following, right? We re- reflect on our day. Mm-hmm. And I used to say, okay, let me think about my day. I, th- I did this. And, and it was very aware and conscious, mm-hmm. right? So then I said, okay, I did this, I did this. And so the, either in real time or the next day, I would, I would make my amends or work to correct it. Right. Right. So I did that long enough and I was aware enough. So now I can do it, most of it, in real time, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, let's just use my, my wife. She, she rocks, and, you know, 92% of the time, I'm great. 8% of the time, hey, I go back to the old Glenn. I got some pretty snide remarks. I got some pretty selfish uh, comments. Um, it, it, but but I, I clearly recognize in real time when I do it, and I say, hey, babe, I, time out. Time time out. There are flags on the field. Yeah, let me come over, give you a hug, you know, and, and I and I make fun of you know, fun of myself, and and you know, I mean, I'm still working at this, and and my 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 favorite line is, "Hey, what I said, I meant, but I just should have said it a different way." Like I can't totally surrender, and I'm like, "Hey, you're right," and, and walk away. Um, hey, the point I was making, Mikey, you know. That's a valid point, but man, I should have said it a different way. Yeah, right. Got, you know, it. I, Got I, it. You know, so I, I, I'm very aware of it, and, and I apologize in real time for most of it. But I still do page 86 at night. Beautiful. Um, you know, and there are times that things slip through, but it keeps me on that path of momentum, of living better in sobriety. Right. So page 86, just for those that might be kind of new to sobriety, referring to the big book uh, of Alcoholics Anonymous, page 86 kind of frames out how you should start your day, how you should kind of end your day. I mean, the book is, it's a textbook. I mean. Yeah, it's so funny because, you know, I've talked to people about the big book and they think I'm talking about the Bible. Yeah, right. Right. And then the like, big, page, big book. And then like page 86 is like, yeah, right. King Ezekiel did whatever, yeah. and they're like, I don't get it. He begot, like, he, begot, uh, he begot somebody. Yeah, I'm like, right. exactly. I'm like, wrong big book. Nah. So uh, number three for me is uh, any service, uh, sobriety-related or not. I've got to serve somebody specifically during the day, and that goes beyond just holding the door open. That That's easy. You know, that's just easy stuff. But, you know, can I, can I really step up? And sometimes service is simply taking one of those three to five tech touches a day and expanding it out and giving that person a half hour so that they can vent or we can discuss a problem they're having. But service, service opportunities, if you pay attention, are there for the pickings. I mean, they're there all around you if you're open and paying attention to it. I try and find some service to do. I don't care if it's to somebody else in sobriety and recovery or or not. Yeah, so uh, service. I I think and and I really believe that is the secret sauce to living. I know. I really believe that, and and I mean, hey, when I started serving, it was so hard. I I had to get outside of myself. I was always self-serving, and I was really good at serving my own feelings, desires, and wants. Um, but to put those aside and serve somebody else, I have found that's one of the secrets to life. Yeah, and I have found that's one of my purposes. Um, so, a couple things I do, you know, and and this is, you know, I love how you said outside of, so you know. Outside of recovery, recovery. people, yeah. right? 
um, because I consider myself a servant, you know, throughout my entire day. You know, I start first thing in the morning. First thing I do is I serve my wife coffee. Um, literally. I serve the coffee. I literally make it. I, I get up, you know, 4.30-ish, 5, <clears throat> and, and I'll go down, and I'll make her coffee, and I'll bring her coffee upstairs while she's still in bed. I'll put it on, on the nightstand. Um, and then I go back downstairs, and I make lunches for everybody. I make her lunch, um, and I make kids' lunches. Um, and, and it's not just slapping two pieces of bread and, and a piece of bologna. Um, nothing wrong with that. But I, I really put myself into them, and I make them almost gourmet lunches. Mm. You know, I, I make my, my wife a salad for lunch that, that you could serve in one of the finest steakhouses. Mm-hmm. You know, but I really use that as a purpose and passion. And it's funny because it, it's, it's hard to be pissed off at somebody yeah, right. and to be really bent at somebody while you're serving them coffee. Sure. It, it, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't work the same way in the brain. Right. So it really puts me in a really cool mindset to start the day that, hey, I am making a choice to be committed to my wife, to my family, to my kids. And by showing this, you know, by doing this act, serving action, I'm letting them know, hey, I dig you. I think you guys are cool. I'm committed to you guys. So every day they know, hey, I come down, my lunch is made, yeah. you know, and they open it up and it's like, this is a pretty cool lunch. And sometimes they don't do that, but but you you keep on showing up anyway, putting their lunches together, and sometimes you probably don't get the acclimate or... Oh, it, you know, one out of a hundred. Right, But right. that's a good training lesson that I don't do it for the accolades anymore. Right, you know, sure. if the old Glenn, I mean, if I did it and you didn't say thank yeah, you right, four times with a right. big smile on your face, as big as I wanted you that's to right. have it, you got it I was bent. Yeah, you got it. Now, you know, right. you just do it. You know, and I'm no Webster, but I think somewhere in the definition of service, it's sometimes it's got to be something that, it, it's like, for example, if you needed a ride to the store, and I was going right by your house anyway and gave you a ride, yes, that service, but it really didn't cause me any discomfort to provide that service. If I'm going the exact opposite way, you say, Mike, I really need a ride to the store. It's really important, and I go do that. So I don't know what I. I guess I'm not. It's splitting hairs. But no, I, think, I, I, I think sometimes it's pain. If there's pain associated with your effort, I, I think you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you know, and I, I think of my uh, daughter, and I, I told my daughter, I said, hey, I mean, she's so focused on my uh, stepdaughter. She's so focused on, which, which I call her my daughter, but, you know, so focused on doing the right thing. And, and I told her, I said, hey, you're in the game. You're trying to get better. I said, I will pick you up anytime, anywhere. You know, and there's times I'm in bed at 10 o'clock at night, and right. she, I get a text. Hey, I need a ride, mm-hmm. you know, and I jump right to it, right? You know, and, and it's in, you know, but I'm telling you, and I just like to underline this because people say a lot of things, and and I I don't know what to do right here in this moment to express the value and benefit of becoming a servant for somebody else, not just in the twelve steps, in life. I have been rewarded a hundred times over in ways that I couldn't imagine because I am less self-serving today than I was in the past. Awesome stuff, Glenn. I get more giving it away yeah. than I ever tried trying to get it. Yeah, it's a, it's the paradox of life. Yep. You got a list point? Yeah, so um, something I do every day to prevent relapse and make sure I stay sober is I plan my day. Mm-hmm. 
again, page 86 in the big book, you know, upon awakening, plan your day, right? Um, and I learned this for four months. I did it. became a habit when I was in my four-month program at the end of 2014, and I still do it. I wake up. I look at my calendar. What am I going to do today, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we've talked about triggers and, and, and traps. You know, are there anything today that I need to be aware of, mm-hmm. right? Is there anything today? I mean, I really relentlessly plan my day, and it also includes accountability, mm-hmm. right? And especially if I'm going into a challenging time, you know, if I got a challenging meeting, you know, what am I going to do? What guardrails am I going to place around me to get through that situation? I'm really purposeful about planning my day, which does include accountability. Well, I think it's interesting you use the word purposeful because I think you're proactive about your own purpose. And, and I've, I've noticed that in you since day one. You're, you have a purpose. You're very, your activity is supports your purpose. That's great stuff. Um, number four for me is, you know, some growth, right? So I try and get some growth in every day. This is personal stuff. You know, read, listen, watch. I don't care if it's AA, mental health. You know, I'm reading uh, Emotional Sobriety by Berger. Great mm. book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sermon on the Mount by Emmett Fox. Um, Drop the Rock by Bill P. and et cetera, last initial people. You know, great stuff. But it it could be it could be anything. It could be it could be physical improvement or just growing my brain somehow. I just feel that that if I'm not growing, I'm stagnating. And I think there are, the the brain needs to be worked, the body needs to be worked, and and I I just does that make sense? Oh, it totally does. And and you know it's it's funny because as you're chatting, you know I'm thinking of the things that I do to uh, grow. And, and as I said, I've got four of them outlined here. But one of the things I do, I, I, I totally agree on 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 the brain, right? One of the first things I do first thing in the morning. You know, within the first hour, wake up. I have this, um, and I'm not promoting this site or whatever, mm-hmm. but I got this little thing I do called Block a Do. Block a Block a who? Block a Do. Block a Do. Okay. Block you. Oh no, Block you Doko. Block you Doko. And, okay. And there's a daily challenge, and you know you got to put. You know, it's almost like a Tetris type thing. You got to, okay. you know, arrange the blocks and clear the screen. Right. Mm-hmm. So got there's it. a daily challenge, and and I do it every single day, and I've done it every day for the last two years. I have not missed a day. In fact, they track. There was not a day that I've missed in the last two years. Um, and I look at that as it's a way to turn my brain on, mm-hmm. right? It gets my brain going and thinking and focusing and paying attention, mm-hmm. right? Instead of just getting out of bed and just kind of wandering around. Now I'm, okay, I've just accomplished that. Now I'm focused. I also do daily meditation, um, daily prayer, um, you know, Primarily in the morning. Mm-hmm. I do most of it in the morning. But there's times I do things like that throughout the day, right? When I'm cutting the grass, you know, sometimes I listen to really cool music. And because I, you know, wear headphones and I blast the music. And sometimes I listen to good things. You know, part of the things are, you know, helping me grow my business and, and my business acumen. But most of the time, it's focused on spiritual things. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff I, you know, you know. Um, on YouTube, just search spiritual motivation. Mm-hmm. And there are some rock star stuff on there that really gets me in that game, gets me fired up and keeps me fresh, you know, uh, for that growth. Also on, on growth, um, you know, there was a guy in the program a couple years ago, we were doing a spiritual 10-week, 
you know, kind of a book series type thing, you know. And at the end, he goes, he goes, okay, he goes, hey, this was really good exploring God and and you know all that stuff. But how do I, how do I, you know, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. And I can remember looking across the table from him. I think you might have been there. I, I remember look, looking across the table at him. I'm like, dude, you just got to stay in the pool. Stay in the pool. And I had no idea what that meant. But in the moment, I mean, I do now, but in, in the moment, you can't learn how to swim by sitting in the bleachers. Right. You got to get in the pool. Now, what does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, I, I go to a church and connected to a church and go to a church and I'm involved in that church that feeds me spiritually. Mm-hmm. Secondly, there's a lot of, you know, several, not a lot. I have three online churches that I listen to throughout the week that feed me spiritually, that, that get me thinking about things in the right direction. Um, you know, I'm also part of a men's group, you know, where we have a bunch of guys, half of them or more are in the program, um, half are not. Um, sometimes they uh, tolerate us, you know, because we, we use References. our pro- sure. yeah, we, we use our program speak. You know, but we're learning stuff there, man. We're 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 pushing. We're we're in the pool of of learning and growth. Right. Well, that's my that was my last bullet as well. Is is you know, lastly, you know, I I find time to stay connected with my higher power. You know, certainly, really, it's not elaborate. It's not. Uh, it, it's it's not anything extremely structured. Um, but I stay in constant contact during the day. A thanking, uh, thanking my higher power for for where I'm at, and um, and always asking for grace to continue down this path. I love it, and all that stuff helps me with my head trash. It helps yeah. me get outside of myself. All the head trash that goes on and keeps me focused in the right way. Yeah, um, yeah man, I, I love I love momentum. I love momentum for me and kind of a way to capsulize our little session here a little coffee chat for me is it is easier for me to keep it rolling Mm -hmm. than it is to get started so as I look at my my main push for sobriety in September 2014 that was hard Mm -hmm. um I mean, because I didn't know what I was doing. Stopping drinking, right? All the crap in my head still there. Now what? Yeah, that's my favorite line. Now what? But as I stayed in this program and kept coming back and, and working this, the, the 12 steps, you know, of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, for me today, I need to keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. And that is so much easier. You know, sure. I see people go, we just had a guy this week go back out mm-hmm. and just painful, you know, painful, painful relapse. I've been there. And to start over again, it, it's a challenge. It's worth it. Right. But it's, a, it's and, and so when I think of today, you know, the times I think about drinking, because I still do, we've talked about sure. that. Right. It, I just think, man, it's, Glenn, no. Just suffer better through this situation. You'll get through it. It'll pass in four minutes. It'll pass in four hours, four days. It's going to pass. Factually, I've proven it's going to pass. But it's easier for me to stay on this path and keep that momentum going and keep doing the right things to keep that momentum going and to start all over again. That's right. I agree. And I, I'll just throw out there, and we'll wrap up. You don't have to speed, but you can't stop. Ah, it's like, just like that bike. Hey, it's okay to That's coast right. once in a it's while. It's okay to coast. Just, you know, just don't just stop. Just don't get off the bike. That's right. Hey, I love it, man. It was great. You great rock. session. Thanks. I love it. Keep that momentum going. All right, man. Thanks. 
Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. 